Hey, how's everybody doing, man? Thank you guys again for coming to my podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you haven't been here before, make sure you click and subscribe. I'm just playing. This is my first one, so I can't even do that. <laughs> so thanks, guys. This is the Undecided Show. Yeah, I say undecided because I don't know what I'm going to call this yet. So we're going to take some suggestions in the comments. I'll let y'all know if I think of anything because right now, my mind blank. But I'm excited about this journey. Name or no name, it doesn't matter. It doesn't take away from the purpose. It's not about the name. It's about the content. So if you produce that content, then you will be just fine. So in that case, I will be producing the best content possible with no name at all. Bet you can't do it like me. Um, This is going to be a podcast touching on a lot of stuff, a lot of topics, world issues, sports, whatever y'all want to hear. I'll probably do a podcast on it because I got to just tend into my audience because without y'all, I'm nothing. I'm not even a show. I'm just a person talking into a mic in a room stuck in a closet. So, you know, I got to just be able to, you know, kind of change myself. As everybody knows, I'm just getting back from California maybe six months ago. I don't know. My math, my math ain't good. So, I probably got that a little bit wrong. Doing acting and trying to do a podcast is something that is truly different in aspects of environment. You can do acting and record an audition and send it to casting and be like, all right, bet. Like, did I look good? Was the lighting all right? Did I make the right facial expressions? Did I really bring out the life in that character? Did I really make them come alive? Trying to really just overthink everything about sending in your video compared to doing a podcast man i'm literally sitting here inside my closet in one of my guest bedrooms talking to a mic in a sense it looks like i'm talking to the wall but thank you guys so 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 much for all of this man i know that y'all gonna be the the first of the few the first of the many not the first of the few see i just had to downgrade my own show but y'all gonna be the first of the few and really get to see how i just excel in my profession and my passion i'm not even gonna say my profession because it's not a profession i ain't made no money off this shit but it's more of my passion and when you're passionate about something man it's truly nothing that can really get in your way and stop you from achieving that goal as long as you stay focused and stay consistent and persistent and ooh, consistent and persistent man that boy preaching so what i mean by that is you know when you say those two things together everybody's like oh, obviously i know what consistent and persistent means but it's truly a lot more to it than what we actually think. Consistency, people can say, yeah, man, I'm consistent, man. I, I do this. And I'm like, all right, well, how long did you do it? Mm, Brand, I did it for about like a week, two weeks. And then I just, you know, I kind of took a little break because I was really overworking myself. And what that really means is they got lazy. Uh, I think that I can definitely fall victim to that a lot of times where I, I want to do something or I'm pursuing something. And I just kind of get lazy and stop doing it. And we're not going to get progress at all from doing that whatsoever. Perfect example that I would like to bring up that I know we all are guilty of is going to the gym. We start going to the gym and once, ooh, twice, two, three, four ooh, weeks in a row. And then we get to a stagnant point where we're like, man, I feel really good. And then we see a donut and it's all over from there. That one donut going to lead to a Twinkie, that's going to lead to a Burger King, that's going to lead to some Mexican, that's going to lead to a soda, that's going to lead to us drinking some beer or something else along them lines, and then we just going to have a beer gut again. So um, that will just, 
long carried on story will lead me into what I'm going to talk about today. Today's focus is financial fatality. And what I mean by that is letting your pockets be the ruler of your life. You don't want to do that, man. I think that people really just overwhelm themselves with trying to be financially stable, that they are not mentally stable. Ooh, preach, Quinn. And what I mean by that is you want to be someone else and have these things so bad that you just eat yourself alive mentally, that you're not ready and you're not, you know, mentally focused to be able to make the things that you want in life accessible. You got to take a minute and kind of just think about everything. Think about your values, what you want, what you want to work for, who you're doing it for. And that is, you know, really what is going to allow you to exceed past anybody else. But really, I just (laughs) contradicted myself because I always try to tell myself that you don't want to compete with anybody else. You want to compete with yourself. Because everybody else ain't going to pay the bills. When you're competing with, oh, uh, they got a nice car, they got this, they got a house, you're going to lose. Because I promise you that person is not thinking about anything you're doing. While you're looking at their Lambo, they promise you they're not looking at your Prius. They don't care. They they doing what they doing. They see 30,000 Priuses a day. So why are we studying them? Why are we worried about them? It doesn't make any sense to me. But I think that I, you know, fall victim to that as well because I always try to pit myself into a normalized bracket. And when I say that, I think that everybody else and how they live their life, it should kind of represent how I live mine. So if they're doing something, if I'm not doing it, then I try to value myself lower than them. It's something that, you know, we all work on. I know we're all guilty of. And it's truly something that can probably be the death of you because stress ain't no joke. You know, when you be sitting and your your heart start hurting, you think you're having a heart attack, boy, that's stress. You better let it go. You gots to let it go. Another thing is just societal norm, man. If anybody thinks about that and what it kind of means, it's like, all right, bro, what is societal norm when it comes to financial stability? And automatically, when people think of the United States and they think of financial stability, they think of all these nice cars, all these things that they see on TV, they see on movies, because that's what I did. I can't speak of any other older generations because I wasn't there. I don't know what y'all was wishing upon and wishing that she had. I'm sure I had nice cars and stuff, but I, you know, generations kind of evolve as time goes on. And I know for my generation, we just tend to kind of be stuck on this uh, fantasize or this fantasy that we want to live in. And that's not what it is. First thing first, we just, we stress over it, man. We tend to beat ourselves up and not really allow ourselves to reach our full potential. If we just allow ourselves to have that faith that we need, a lot of the stuff that we're reaching for and a lot of the stuff that we're working for will probably be reached. You just got to, you know, stay focused, man. Stay persistent. Like I said, stay consistent and continue to just work. And if you put that work in, I promise you, if you, you're not going to not reap the benefits. Have you ever seen Steph Curry go out there and shoot 3,000 shots and then get at the three-point line and shoot like Shaquille O'Neal? No, because that man put in that work. And if you put in that work and you have that faith and you listen to what God telling you to do, I promise you, you're going to reach them goals that you've been set for yourself. And if you don't, please, please, please reach out to me because, 
man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to preach to you because you're doing something wrong. I don't know what it is, but you, you sound like you're doing it backwards, man. Real deal backwards. And so we just live in this whole kind of idolized world that we think that we need this money to be a a helpful person in society. And that's not the case at all. Not only do we have to have faith in what the word says, in which on that topic, I have actually, man, touched base on some verses that I would like to share with you guys about faith, because man, faith important. And if you ain't got faith, I promise you, man, you're going to go through some tough, tough stuff. And you're always going to be anxious and God trying to take all that away. He just want us to be faithful. And in Matthew 21, 21, Jesus answered, the truth is, if you have faith and no doubts, you will be able to do the same as I did to this tree. And you will be able to do more. You will be able to say to this mountain, go mountain, fall into the sea. And if you have faith, it will happen. Boy, I know y'all heard people tell y'all reach for the stars Anything is possible. Who finna reach for the stars? I ain't that tall. I can't get there. I'm reaching, but I'm not getting to it. I still got so much room to go. And, you know, (laughs) I don't think none of us really take it that literal, but I just had to make a joke out of it real quick. But God's really telling us that if you just kind of just give it to him, man, and know that he got your, you know, when you go in a club, you got a big bodyguard following behind you and he just like, man, don't worry, bro. Or you got a best friend that's like, man, don't worry, bro. I got your back. That's what God, God our friend, man. He's not here to hurt us. He's not here to forsake us. He's not here to tell us anything that's not true. He is our friend. And if we give it to him and have faith in him, I promise you, bro, there's nothing that we cannot do. And our second verse of faith is James 1, 3. Man, that thing say, you know that when your faith is tested, you learn to be patient in suffering. James 1, 3. Had to say the verse twice because it just meant so much. And our next topic, trust. Have faith and trust. Put them together, man. You is perfect. You golden. You put those things together and you will have nothing that is holding you back. And when you reach and you, you know, you try to get that financial stability without faith and trust that God's going to get you through it all, then it's not really much you can do because you don't have any foundation. And everybody knows how important foundation is. If you don't have foundation, then I promise you the thing probably going to fall over. Go ahead, build a house without foundation. And I promise you, you're going to be sleeping good one night and you're going to be crushed like a pancake. Smash. Push gone so i mean you you need to have that kind of building block to kind of grow off of because if you don't then you have nothing um i was listening to a podcast the other day it's the secret to success i can't remember the exact whose names on the podcast app i ain't look all that because the message was just so big to me but i do know dr eric thomas is in it and that's who i got the quote from but he was just telling us you know god has to do things for a reason so that we learn to be grateful for what we have if we're not grateful for what we have, then as quick as it comes, it might be removed just as fast. Actually, it's not a might about it. It will be removed just as fast. So you got to be, you know, aware of what's going on and what you have in your life. So the quote by Eric Thomas, man, that thing says, God has got to turn the light off to stop us from doing and making decisions that we do not need to make. When we do make those decisions, we allow ourselves to go in the opposite direction than what dreams we have for ourselves. 
yourself. So what Dr. Eric Thomas is pretty much saying is, you know, just know that the dark times is not what defines us. It's what allows us to grow. If everything in our life was good, if we had all the money in the world, then I promise you, you know, it's a lot that we will miss out on. A lot of wisdom, a lot of courage, a lot of bravery. We miss out on those things because we didn't go through or have that experience that built that type of character. And we think that everything might just be given to us instead of us having to work for it. I even found myself guilty of that. I just spoiled myself to the extent that I wasn't appreciative of what I had. So anybody who knows me knows what type of environment I was raised in. And I think that that really just kind of tarnished my character growing up. Not to knock how my parents raised me because my parents did a fantastic job in raising me but myself and my mental I was so just ungrateful for everything that I had my mom busted butt man trying to put me through school trying to just accommodate all my needs and anybody who's seen my uh, little elementary pictures y'all know how much needs I had because boy it was fat and I know that was hard I still remember one time when my mom came to pick me up from school she had brought a chocolate cake and she had put it in the back of her car and she was telling me the whole ride home hey yeah you know I got a surprise for you I can't wait to show you I know you're gonna love it you're gonna be so excited I can't remember how old I was but I do remember this memory very vividly so we get home and she's like I'm like excited i'm like bro what does she have what am i going to get she pulls it out of a bag and it's a chocolate cake when i tell you i was so disappointed man i thought it was going to be a xbox or something a game a controller i thought it was going to be a toy i didn't know what it was but i knew that that wasn't what i wanted and to see the disappointment and the anger i say anger because my mama was not playing and she looked at me like she was gonna smack me for real but for real, the, the disappointment in her face that I wasn't grateful for that little item and she had spent time and money out of her pocket to give that to me and I just was so ungrateful for it that to this day still eats me alive because I now know how appreciative I should have been of those things. And I only say that I should have been appreciative because of the situation that, you know, I have went through or the situations that I have went through were not the best. And it's all because of how I viewed finances as a child. And without a doubt, if I were able to really understand how important funds were as a young age, then I would have been able to stop myself from making these decisions and doing things that I wasn't supposed to do. Now, like mentioned before, you know, God pits us through those dark times so he can prepare us and have us be able to be ready for the big things that we want, then that's when we're going to get them. But we have to learn to appreciate those dark times as well because that's what builds our character. And all the riches and all the endeavors and ambitions I have for myself, if I did not learn to appreciate money, I promise you I would have just messed it up. I would have lost it. As you guys know, I moved to California and my whole goal when going there was to be a part of the entertainment industry, man. I was like, I want to be on TV. I want to do this. I want to just, I want to make people laugh, the center of attention, things like that. But I really, honestly and truly don't think I was ready. I think I really just thought of entertainment as a thing for money and a thing for popularity. I think it was the attention that I was seeking instead of actually trying to practice what I preach and really allow myself to shine through. If I would have went to California and had the same passion about helping others, I think that I would have become a lot more successful than what I was in California. But I'm not knocking my time in California. I met my wife. We had a beautiful little girl and we have another beautiful baby 
on the way. I don't know what it is, but I want a boy. So y'all who listening to this, please pray for me. I need me a boy. But back to the topic, all of that being said, it really drove me to what I think God really brought me there for. I thought I was there for one reason and he had something totally different for me. And that's okay because sometimes we always don't know what's best for ourselves. And I think that's why we get stuck desiring these finances so much is because we really don't know what we want, but we think we know what we want. We think we want money, but we may not need money at that moment in time. Everything that happens to us is for a reason. And like I watched in a video the other day, I think it was Jay-Z talking to Kevin Hart. Some of you guys probably seen that video. Some of you probably not. If you haven't, I think you should go watch it because it's pretty amazing. He was saying things happen for us, not to us. I was like, man, that's crazy because you... Thing, you know, you can't control what other people do, man. You got to control yourself. You got to watch out for yourself because if you don't, ain't nobody else going to watch out for you. You're going to be stuck doing things by yourself for yourself. So you got to prepare yourself. You got to be able to just tell yourself that these hard times do not last. They're just temporary, 100%. If you sit here and your whole entire life is hard, man, you finna endure one of the biggest blessings in the entire world. I don't know if you're going to become the president or whatever it might be because if you spending 20, 30, 40 plus years in your, your whole entire life bad, either you don't know how to recognize the good in your life or God finna bless you with one of the biggest things that has ever been seen by mankind. So with all that being said, as I bounce through all of the topics of this not too long podcast, as y'all can tell, like I said, it's my first one. So I'm gonna leave this stuff completely raw. I might cut some parts out, but for the most part, it's gonna be completely raw. But to end it all off is we gotta have that faith, man. And we gotta have that trust to be able to reach those, you know, riches that we want and we seek for ourselves. And if we don't just stay focused and stay persistent and consistent, then we're probably not gonna reach them at all. To end everything off, man, I wanna read a little verse that I thought would be a great ending point for my first podcast in financial fatality. And that is Philippians 4, 6. It says, don't worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. Always giving thanks for what you have. Now that's, wow. Ask God for everything you need. He said need, not want. What we need now, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast, but I just want to leave y'all with that. And then always give thanks to what you have. Man, I know all of us ain't giving thanks for all the things we got. But like I said, that's another topic for another podcast. All I wanted to say is be thankful for what you have. Ask God for what you need and not what you want. And don't let finances let you find yourself in a place you don't want to be. Last but not least, man, just thank you guys all again for just tuning in and letting me be a shining light on you guys' day. And I want all you guys just to remember to stay blessed, do your best, and ignore the rest. Because the only people we're competing against in this race we call life is ourselves. I'm excited about this journey, and I cannot wait to see where it takes me. And not only takes me, but my family. But just stay tuned and listen in again, because the next podcast is coming soon.